What's up, guys? This is Ren from the Set Apart Podcast. Did you know you can interact with us and continue the conversation via our online forum? That's right. You can email us today at setapartpodcastteam at gmail.com. Because this is not just a podcast. This is a movement. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Yeah, you know we got it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I just made a whole rap song to that whole intro music. Um, we are back with another installment of the Set Apart Podcast. Uh, yes, sir. And post, make sure we do that. <laughs> uh, it's it's we back. We excited to be back. Myself, Ren. This is the amazing Didi. We are your hosts for the Set Apart Podcast, where we talk about everything, but nothing at the exact same time. If you've been with us on this movement, not a podcast, this movement, if you've been with us on this movement, thank you so much for rocking with us. Um, I want to encourage you guys to share some truth. Share some truth. If you heard something, if you want to get a conversation started in your family, in your household, in your friend groups, in your churches, in uh, your gym, in your workspace, wherever it is, if you want to get those conversations started, please do it. Because the things that we talk about, the things that we discuss, the things that we mull over, um, that the conversation needs to continue. It shouldn't just stay here. It should continue. Absolutely. So for sure, we're going to get started with an icebreaker. And this is something uh, simple. It's easy. We do this often, but I think it's good to sit down and sit and just take the time um, to think and be grateful for where you are and where God has us in our lives right now. Um, and so once again, um, I've said this before, I do not like when we are only thankful for things or publicly thankful for things when it's November and Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So right now we just going to start off. And the question is, what are you thankful for today? I want you to answer that in the comment section. I want you to answer that as you're driving to work, whether you listen to us in the uh, in the morning the evening or wherever it is, answer that. What are you thankful for today? Um, Didi, let's get started with you. What are you thankful for on this good day? Um, Today, I am thankful for a peaceful place to rest at night. That's awesome. That That's amazing. I, um, I know what it's like to live in a place where it's sirens <laughs> all mm. night. Dogs barking, helicopters overhead. Um, so I'm thankful that it's peaceful, it's quiet. Um, I ain't got to fight with nobody. I ain't got to check on my car. Um, That's all that good. good stuff. So I'm I'm thankful for a peaceful place to rest every night. That's awesome. Um, I would say that I'm thankful for people. Um, um, I go to a church, Higher Vision, shout out. Um, and, uh, church is really a body of believers that you are close with. Um, that you're in community with. And so I see a lot of people um, hurting these days, just really hurting, like, and it's a variety of hurt. Like times, people is really going through the ringer um, yeah. on on a daily basis in their walk and in their lives. And um, But the reason why I'm thankful for people is because um, I'm seeing people step up and help aid other people. Mm. And it's multiple different types of um uh, scenarios there it's multiple different groups and all this other stuff so i love the fact 
that people can reach out and help people in times of need. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for people. So yeah, um, super valuable. Super valuable. I'm, th- I'm thankful for that. But um, for sure, like I said, please comment. Um, please ask your ask your people. Keep the conversation going. What are you thankful for today? Let's put it out there. Let's not only shout, shout and pray for our concerns, but let's shout and and praise God for our praises and and what He's blessing with us, blessing us for on a daily basis. And so today we got a nice topic, a really heady and meaty topic, um, as we do. Um, normally, Didi, what we got yes, for the people yes, today? Yes. So, my question to you and to everybody who's listening: What is? It's probably several things, but give me mm-hmm. something that you you know now that you wish you knew. Just mm-hmm. one thing, and it can, it can come from anywhere. Um, so, let's just start with with one of those things. But what is something that you wish you knew? Okay. Um, I wish I knew. The bad thing is that um, I always, every time somebody says something like that, I think about that song. I don't even know the name of the song, um, but I've never even heard the full song. But um, the oh, I wish I knew. I wish I, I, please don't sing that song. That song is Living Room. I never heard my, my song. <laughs> what song I, is I, that? I, I don't even know the name of it, but uh, y'all probably know. Put it in the comment section. And if I did make it up, Somebody get on this track with me. <laughs> but I wish I knew. And so uh, the conversation that's been happening a lot with um, me and um, some of my closest friends um, is the idea surrounded about commitment. Um, growing up, um, commitment was never, um, at least to my recollection, it wasn't talked about um, very um, commonly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I realized that um, I would say my generation, because based on people I've talked to, but I can definitely speak for myself saying that I didn't grow up knowing what commitment was. Okay. I didn't grow up understanding what commitment was. Um, and let me define kind of commitment to commitment is a priority, an area of life or relationship or activity that you designated and, and you prioritize and you're committed to, to be there for, to tend to. Um, to be active in um, consistently. Um, And so that's what commitment is. But I realized that I had to to comb through with a fine tooth comb to realize, hey, what am I actively committed to right now? Mm. Um, Earlier in this season, in this journey, we talked about the dating relationship. We talked about leading into marriage. And a soundbite you said that still really is this soundbite also. What I say? Lives, I be saying it lives rent free in my mind, um, and it's you saying uh, we always talk about marriage, but we never think talk about the things that uh, you know that um, leads us to a, a successful marriage. We never talk about the things that takes us that way, the steps that we need to do to take to get us to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like we over here glorify the end goal, but we're not talking about the little things and the little steps that we need to take to get to a successful marriage. And how can we build that right now? Um, so that's one component of man. Well, if I want to be committed to something for the rest of my life, which marriage is intended to to be, if I want to be committed to something for the rest of my life, how am I practicing commitment in my life today? I can't expect and nobody can expect to live a life where you are not committed to anything, 
Now, when I say committed, I doesn't mean I don't mean things with instant gratification. Um, of course, committed is not only doing something frequently. You go to work every single day. You're not committed to your job. You know why? Because if they said, hey, um, next week we want you to come in, we want you to do a regular schedule, all right? But we, we're just not going to pay you, you know? And um, going forward, I don't think we're going to pay you at all. Like, we just, but we want you to perform your duties. Same time, same energy put into it, but we're not going to pay you. I know a lot of people, not 100%, I'll never say 100%, but at least 90% of people would be like, yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah, 100%. I'm not showing up. You, you listening right now, you would probably be like, nah, bro, I ain't showing up then. You're not paying me? This is the reason why I'm doing, why I got this job. Yeah. Like, you're not paying me. Then you are there for, and, and, and it's nothing, it's no shame in this, the instant gratification of a paycheck. Paycheck. Um, so would you, say, would you say the commitment is to the check, not the job? The commitment is to the check. The commitment is to the bag, as they say. Yeah, you are committed let's, let's to the bag. Yeah, let's call, let's call it what it is, but it's not the job at all, no. right? Um, and, and here's the thing. Not only if they said they wasn't paying you, but if they said, hey, we're going to pay you 50% times as hard. We're going to pay you 50% of what we usually pay you to do double the work. Nah, bro. Oh, you definitely ain't coming in. So now the bag is significantly smaller, Okay. You ain't, it changes your, your buy-in. I wouldn't even call it commitment. It changes, it changes your, your desire, your want for that. Um, and so commitment is uh, committing to something when it's hard, when it's tough, when you don't want to do it, when times is hard, when you got just, uh, in the words of one of my favorite songs ever, when it's just one of those days. Oh, my God. Okay. When it's just one of those days. When like when all of those things happen, you still show up and you still get it done. Um, so my question all the time is like, what are you committed to? I had to look through my life to say, what are you committed to? Um, today, um, I think parenthood, and we talked about this, Didi. Um, if you are an active parent, an active parent, a present parent in your child's life, that teaches you commitment. You know why? Because there's times, especially me as a as a child, Beverly. If you're looking at this, that's my mom's thing. <laughs> I, I, I know I wasn't easy. I know I'm not easy. So thank you for your commitment. Uh, thank you for your commitment. Shout out your, to your, Beverly. Shout out to Beverly. Your commitment <laughs> to, to loving me anyway. I, I, I've been um, re rebellious at times. You loved me anyway. I've been um, expensive. just expensive. Holy <laughs> smokes. Um, and my mom used to really like Coca-Cola and I forever, like you don't, like I had a rule in my mind that if the Coca-Cola was in there for more than 24 hours, I could drink it. <laughs> if, if, if her Coca-Cola, but that used to be a rule of me, but the commitment to dealing with somebody difficult, but showing up every single day and still to this day, whether you agree with them, disagree, or things are smooth, you're showing up every single day. That is a commitment. In parenthood, you learn commitment. Um, in my life, um, um, and, I, and I like this compliment, um, I'm actually going to shout her out. She watches, she is a viewer of our uh, podcast. Um, Melissa, I ain't going to say your last name because I don't want to put your government out there. <laughs> uh, but uh, one of my friends uh, compl complimented me and she was like, hey, you're one of the fittest people um, I know. I was like, fittest people? Wow, nobody's ever said that to me. Thank you. Um, 
but that only she only has that mindset and we we ended up talking about commitment it's like no it's not i don't i work i work out probably five six times a week um but guess what guys here's the secret breaking news i guarantee even in that week if i work out six times all six times i don't want to do it (laughs) i do not want to do it i walk into the gym saying um I, i say like hey if you get there let the work do the work because getting there is the hardest battle um, if you wake up, get dressed, get in your car, start driving. That's the hardest battle because you do not want to do these things. Some days I'm just like, dude, I, I don't, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I did it yesterday. I'm tired. I'm sore. Like I don't want to do this. But you commit to a program, and that's what I do. So my programs are eight to twelve weeks, and this is not a fitness class, but my program are eight to twelve weeks. Um, and before I uh, start that program, I write it all out and I say. This is what I'm committed to. I am making a deal with myself to see this through to flourishing, to to completion. Lord willing, if I don't die before these 12 weeks, I'm going to see this through uh, to completion. And it's not because I want to be the Arnold Schwarzeneggers of the world. I'm sorry. that's, That's not a goal for me. It's not because I want to be the fittest on earth. I'm sorry. That's not a goal for me. It's because through that avenue, of commitment uh, via working out, God, oh, this is crazy because I'm getting deep here. God has taught me perseverance. He's taught me uh, to, to push through and, 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 and understand that days will not always be 100% happy and, and amazing. And, and I, don't, I don't always want to um, go and be the most motivated in the room. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I'm not always the motive most motivated to do uh the simple things on a daily basis mm-hmm. the simple things there's times where i go into what i call degenerative spirals and seasons where i don't want to do none of it i don't want to do none of it but through that commitment god has taught me the benefits of just take one step one step some days you take a big step some days you take a leap other days i'm crawling and I get an inch better. And I'm not talking about better physically, I'm talking about mentally, perseverance, um, endurance, like all of that. I get a little bit 1% better. And that, uh, and, and that, that, is a, that is enough for me because the thing is, I'm gonna take that. I want to take that same mentality of commitment into my workspace mm-hmm. and to people pouring into people's lives into a potential marriage in the future, into into people and investing in things and everything. I want to take that into every single facet of my life. I want to have that perseverance. I want to have that endurance. I want to have that commitment. So that is something that I wish I knew. That is something I wish I knew prioritizing this before this season of my life. Um, I am in my 30s to where I early 30s. Um, but still 30s nonetheless, where I feel like I'm in the <laughs> you had to throw that in there. <laughs> I had to, I had to, I had to. Well, what I think is, it's not because I don't care about being young, but I notice that when I say that I'm old, sometimes I offend people older than me. Then stop it's saying like, you old, because you ain't. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, are you old? Then what am I? Like, no, 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 no. I'm in my early 30s. I guarantee I don't have uh, the knowledge that uh, maybe some people have, maybe that I hope to have, but I guarantee 
that I am probably more knowledgeable than I ever have been in my life. So I call it my prime. I am in my prime. I am in my prime. And so um, get better with time. The the prayer is that Lord keep this commitment, honor this commitment, um, whether it's um, working out in your life, whether it's your parenthood, whether it's being committed and actively serving in your body where you are actively consistently. Ooh, I said some words that probably struck a chord with some people. Actively and consistently serving where you are in your body. Hmm. Think about that. Are you doing that? And here's the thing. Spoiler alert. Once again, I'm giving out all these spoilers. It is not commitment when you only do it when you feel like it. Period. Period. With a T. Um, (laughs) So... Um, I just wish I knew that level of commitment and what commitment really was. Um, so here's my question for you, Didi. Like before we even step to the next, I wish I knew, because I kind of want to get your mindset on this. What is something that you can say that you are committed to right now? Um, before I answer that question, I want to go back on a couple things you said. Okay. You, you was just you was you was in the zone and I didn't want to interrupt. You said a couple things. <laughs> yeah. Um so first of all, when when you you defined commitment to your to you, um you said a couple key words that I don't want to skip over. You said commitment is um prioritizing something, mm-hmm. tending to something and being active in something consistently. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it's important to point those out because a lot of people might think that they're committed to something because they said, yes, I'll do it. And they'll say, oh, I committed. Mm. Um, and I don't want to go back on my commitment. But to commit is a verb. And um, when you say I, I'm tending to something, I believe that commitment starts after the yes, not with the yes. Mm, okay. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because you have mentioned um, learning commitment as far as relationships, hoping that it leads to a marriage. And you said like with marriage being the end goal, to me, marriage marriage is the starting line. Yes. Not the end goal. So even when you talked about, um, you know, your your workout plan and um, your commitment to going, you know, five to six days a week, your commitment isn't so much to working out. Your commitment is to completion. Yes. You're committed to seeing it through, not to going every morning or whenever. Your right. commitment is um, your commitment is to the promise. Or to what's promised if I continue Right. You're committed to see what the end gonna be, as the old the old saints like to say. <laughs> yes. To see what the end gonna be. Um, and I think that's the same with people. I think that's the same with whatever we we put our hand to do. Um, but when you said tending to or being active in um consistently, I think that's committing, not just agreeing to do something, not just signing Correct. up for the class, but going, Correct. attending, um, studying. Um, you know, putting forth effort, participating in that's commitment. And, well, let um, me let me back you up in that then, because I really I really want to know what you think about this then. 
what would you say is the separation then? Like, what is our disconnect in our brains between the yes and the actual action? What is it? What is the disconnection in our brains from the word and actually being a verb? Because commitment, we make commitment sound cute, hmm. and we wear we we like okay. Human beings like to be celebrated. We all know that. We know that. We like to be, and that's not a bad thing, but we yeah. like for when we when we have struggled through something and overcome, we want somebody to acknowledge it. So I think sometimes we, yeah. um, when we say I'm committed, before we actually act out commitment, we want, we want it to be acknowledged. Like, look what I, I signed. I'm going. I signed up for the class. I'm going. The disconnect is when I put in the work and it's painful to me, I don't. I don't want to feel that pain. Hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to sweat and be sore, but I want everybody to know I was there. Right. So it's easier to say I'm committed than to work out that commitment. No pun intended. Um, it's almost like, okay, you brought up parenting. Mm -hmm. Parents aren't committed to the children. They're committed to the job of parenting. That's why you can act the fool and I'm still going to feed your bad. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to drive you to practice even though you get on my nerves and you stink. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to buy you a pizza even though you, you should be eating dry cereal for dinner because of how you acted up in this class mm -hmm. today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as a parent, I'm not committed to the person that I'm parenting. I'm committed to the call to parent. That's good. That's because good. Yeah, because that kind of reminds me of, and I was going to save this for later, but it's here now. So it's that's here. almost like, here. yeah, we here. That's almost like when we talked before, the difference between a contract and a covenant. Parenting is a covenant. Mm, that's good. It is. Because with a contract, if the terms and conditions change, the contract is null and void. Mm. With a covenant, mm. when the terms and conditions change, I don't get to back out. I can, but because it's a covenant, it's over my life. So terms and conditions change. I'm supposed to change with, with it. I'm supposed to adjust to keep my covenant, to keep my vow. Yeah. So when things go up or down, I don't get to say, oh, you changed. I, I can't, I'm out. You changed the terms and conditions. That's so good. a lot of people want to have children because babies are cute. I, I don't. I don't get that part. I don't. I don't get that part. I'm just saying. Or yeah. or um. Oh, you 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 should have more kids because you when you you were glowing when you were pregnant. What that is? The terms <laughs> and conditions change. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's baby. Just people say some wild stuff, but literally people think babies are cute. When people say oh, I'm having baby fever, yeah, but yeah. that baby only gonna be a baby for a point a point in time. The terms mm -hmm. and conditions are going to change. Are you committed to parenting or having a baby? That's so good. And because I, the second question I was about to ask, and you answered it with that, is that I feel like a part of commitment is um, a, a buy-in to not only um, what it is now, but what it continues to change into becoming. Um, so I think about in terms of a covenant, a covenant of marriage. Right? right to 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 take your definition a covenant because I love that definition a covenant of marriage like that person who you marry and you're on a honeymoon with and you come off of 
That's not going to be the same person in five years. Like right. people evolve. People it should be change. your prayer that they change. Yes, different seasons happen and stuff like this. Right. And so, like when you commit, you're not committing like, hey, this version of you is easy to deal with. I'm just going to be down for this version of you. No, mm -hmm. you're committing to that person growing, hopefully. <laughs> that person growing and changing, changing their mindsets on things, changing what they look like. Like, I guarantee if you get married in your 30s, they're not going to look the same when they're 60. It just mm -hmm. doesn't happen. Like, I know y'all heard black don't crack, but it cracks. Secrets out. It don't crack, uh, but it do get ashy. Yeah, it get ashy. It bend a little bit. It, it bend bends. a little bit. It bend a little it bit. It bends. It don't crack, yeah. but it, it will bend. It, it will, will bend. uh, It will mm -hmm. lean to the mm -hmm. side. <laughs> Young Dro. Uh, might, might move out of place. <laughs> but 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 they look different. Like even their looks right. are different. Like right. um you gain weight, gain weight, lose weight, all this other stuff. Everything is changed 30, 30 years into the game. And I'm not saying that it's changed for the worse, but even if it changes for the better, you now have a newer version than the person you just married. Right. And I think too, this will this will help. You're not in covenant with a person. You're, you're, your agreement is to the marriage. Because when the person talk gets on your nerve, I, I, when, when, when the person gets on your nerve, which we, we should do if we're, if we're human beings, it's anticipated that I just need, I need a minute from you. And it doesn't change my love for you, but because I love you, can you go to cut the grass or something? Can you get out of my, can you get out the kitchen? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I am committed to the covenant, not yeah. to the person. That means when the terms and conditions change with this individual, because I am committed to making this marriage last until I die, whatever comes with it, I'm with it. Okay. Yeah. However, I still, because God is God, he gives us choices. Now, it depends on what you and that other person discuss before this covenant is agreed upon. If you can't keep your vow, that's one thing. Then you've altered the covenant. If you say, mm. I don't want to do this no more, then you've broken the covenant. But if mm. don't commit to me, commit to this marriage with me, be married mm. with me, not to me. Because then Ooh, we both. Oh, no, stop, stop, Didi. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. I need you to say that one more time. <laughs> I said be married to the covenant with me so don't be married mm. to me be married with me because mm. if i'm trying to be the best wife i can be my wifehood is not centered around you mm. it's centered around god created me to be your helper and so i'm 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 called to help you whether or not you hear me mm. you're called to be my husband whether or not I uh whether or not I got a uh, new growth in my braids or not. Right. You're called to be my husband, whether or not I can cook. <laughs> whether or not <laughs> Well I'm just saying. Hmm. What did what did what did you what did you come into covenant with? Mm -hmm. Me or this marriage? When you said, Lord, I want to be a husband, only if it's her. Did, is that mm. what you prayed? Mm. The virtuous woman, she didn't, she didn't have terms on condition on her virtue. She mm. chose to be a virtuous woman. Ooh. And when you say that, that's almost like saying, not my will, but your will, Lord. 
that's that's so opposition to commitment i think could be justification right we are mm-hmm. so good at that in this yeah. in this world and, and in this generation right now um like giving justification and by definition in this context i would say justification being um giving a reason sure as to why we mm-hmm. broke the commitment yeah and so my question for a lot of it and and this may sound a little familiar to some of you if they started with us but they never finished the race was they ever committed in the first place so 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 it brings stuff like that because justification creeps in and say oh i i broke it yeah i broke it it was altered but i broke it because of it was altered yeah. i broke this because this is not what i thought that um i were it would have been in the next five years i uh, and i'm and i'm talking about more than marriage Mm -hmm. i broke this commitment i was committed until insert justification reason here and so i would say opposition to that is justification because it runs wild well listen people that we look up to that we pay money to do it all the time Mm. the nba you sign a contract that really the consumer is paying you. You signed a contract and because you don't like somebody in the locker room, granted, your contract did not say if you don't if you don't get along with one of your teammates, you can leave and break this mm. contract. But and but what we do in our society, we make it sound cute, right? We say, Oh, he requested a trade. No, what you should say is he didn't keep his word. Well. Yeah. I don't want to be here no more because so-and-so leaving. What they got to do with what you mm. said you was going to do? Yeah, facts. Did you commit mm-hmm. to him? Or you committed to this organization? Right. This city who pays mm. everything you living on better than them. So look at, look at, even it's trickled down to college sports. Yeah. I literally have a signing day. And I commit to a university to give my time and my athletic skill to in turn for uh, re- uh, an, an education. Mm-hmm. But when something don't go my way, I'm decommitting. Is that even a word? That's become a word. I'm decommitting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, that's not a real word. Fake news. Fake news alert. I'm decommitting and I'm going to the transfer portal. Decommitting is not a word. They literally be saying that that's what they say. So you got it. It's it's in in areas of life that we we praise and glorify, but it happens all the time. But instead of saying you can't you don't know how to keep your word, we just gonna let you do it. Who's the highest bidder? So if we doing that, of course we doing that in relationships with each other. Right. And so you cool for now, but do something. I got options. Oh what? What you got to have? What? Yeah, yeah. My toxic trait. My toxic trait is I put myself in a room with people who talk like that. That's my toxic trait. <laughs> uh, but but the uh, but so the uh, so let me see if I was to say the other side of the corner that or the polar opposite. So justification is an opposition, but the opposite of commitment. Um, and and you you let me know what you think about this because I'm not so I'm not 
hard set on this comment, but I'm gonna put it out there. If y'all destroy me in the comment section, bring it. All right. All caps. All caps. Beverly ain't raised no. Come on now. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So the opposite of commitment is kind of like this microwave, have it your way um, society that we have here. Like mm-hmm. everything is customizable and, and, mm-hmm. and it's turned into not a, not a benefit. It's not, it's not a benefit anymore. It's a necessity. Like people are saying that I need to have this um, control over my life, my workspace, the attention that I get, the attention that I don't get, my narrative, who I am, who I talk to, the relationships I in, how the relationship functions, like literally all of these things, I want to have a Build-A-Bear workshop that is my life that I can control everything about. And the moment that that is not in my favor, I use fake words like decommit. (laughs) Yeah. That's valid. And all those things you said are definition of somebody that should stay single. Hmm. Everything has to work out the way you want it. This is what's wild. People say crazy stuff like that all the time, but I don't care what people say. A long, long, long time ago, God said it is not good for that man to be alone. We say a bunch of crazy stuff, but at the end of the day, we always seek out involuntarily or voluntarily connection to somebody else Mm. you play in a team sport but you want to decommit that does not make sense Mm. how can you do that you want all your likeness but you need a team to make it happen you want all of these things Mm. in your contract but if it's all about you why are you signing the contract because you need other people in this with you Mm -hmm. but you you uh, are pushing them to the to the side because you want it your way that's why you can't trust people with your money. Mm. But you need you need to trust people with your money. You want all of these things to work out for you, but you want people to offer you trustworthiness. You want them to keep their word for, to you. You don't really, you're always looking over your shoulder because you haven't connected with nobody or committed to nobody. People that were in your corner, you push them out because somebody else came in and said something else. You have your own idea of how it's supposed to work. So if we do take it back to marriage, how can how yeah how can you set parameters on something you didn't create yeah this got to work in my favor and if it don't i've heard people say well if it's not serving you any longer you should cut it off what does that even mean the relationship can't serve you the covenant is your source Hmm. who wrote the covenant uh they said if it costs you your peace it costs too much Stuff like that. Right. But is it really costing your peace? Because you said commitment is tending to mm-hmm. being active in consistently. Hmm. So if you don't feel peaceful, what are you doing? Hmm. Yeah. I let's go to my list of I wish I knew. Okay. One of the things on there that I learned later in life, nobody can make me feel any kind of way. Oh, nobody, give me more. Nobody has control over my feelings except me. I decide how their influence on my feelings make me feel. They can influence me, but I have to agree to say, you know what? I am hurt. You know mm-hmm. what? You did take my peace. 
Nobody can take your peace. That's good. Nobody can That's take good. my peace. I have to give it away. That's good. Nobody can make me happy. I have to decide I'm going to be happy today. But what about can... the what about the victim card, Didi? I gotta be the victim. The victim of it, what? Exactly. Exactly. Nobody, I wish I knew that the only time that okay, even abuse, you can abuse my feelings. And you can beat me down till I have no fight left. I have to, I still got to surrender it because you beat me down. I still, I'm done. You beat me you, all the way down, but nobody can make me feel a certain way. You can say yeah. and call me all kind of names. I have to choose to accept it or not. Yeah. I have to choose if I'm down, but if I don't know, I have a choice. Everybody affect how I feel. Yeah. So when somebody say, oh, well, if it's not giving you peace, nobody can give you peace. Yeah. You you have it or you forfeit it. Ooh, forfeit it. That's good. That's some good stuff right there. Huh. Literally. Once I realized like, oh, they can say what they want to say. I don't have to defend or explain. If I'm peaceful and they are uncomfortable with that, that's not a problem that I choose to carry. Would you say that there's something that that you have either experienced mm -hmm. to build that that mental toughness like like because you got to be somewhat tough to have that mentality like like if 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 you realize that you are in control of your own um either emotions demeanor temper tone all of this stuff mm -hmm. if you're in control of all of that stuff um and you could choose to be you can choose emphasis on that word let's underline that underline that you can choose to be offended or not would you say, I mean, I, I imagine you have to have a certain amount of toughness to be able to have that resolve. So what is it um, in your life personally, not, not in general in your life personally, that mm -hmm. you say gave you that, that, that toughness or, or even the motivation to go ahead and grab that and own that? It's counterintuitive, but it literally has nothing to do with being tough. Most mm. of the times we think the opposite of one thing is the other. But when you know God, it's not. So it wasn't like I built a toughness or a stamina or anything. Um, I I did a post like a year ago as I was like walking the trails somewhere and I recorded it. But basically, when you feel weak, the answer is not strength. We would think that mm. I, if I just got a little stronger. But the circumstance didn't change just because you got stronger. The antidote is trust. Right. The reason why the, re, the the way that I learned that is the answer was always, girl, if you would just trust me. If you trust me, you don't have to make other people believe what you're saying. If you trust mm. me, you don't need validation from people. I keep showing you that it's been me. Let them look at me for validation. It ain't all it's never been on you. Just 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 rock with me. Mm -hmm. And I learned that from being a parent. My son, he be asking questions. You know, kids be asking questions, 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 questions. And once I was like, have I ever lied to you? Hmm. Have I ever taken a wrong turn and put us in danger intentionally? It, would you hmm. just trust me? I've been holding you your whole life. And look at you. Hmm. Have I not earned credibility here? Yeah. 
let me mom how I be mommy. Mm-hmm. And that's how he helped me. I know what they're saying. Just do you and trust me. Right. I don't have, and then trust is also too. I don't have to know the why. Once I let go of knowing why, God, why is it? Why they don't want to? Why they keep saying I'm this when I'm really this? Why they keep talking about me? Why they keep trying to figure out how I got here? And I, I don't need to know the why. I just didn't know that he did it. That's crazy because, like, it sounds like you're saying, and I, I think this is what I'm getting. So you, you correct me if I'm getting. Uh, if I'm not getting it right. I hope I'm answering the question. Um, I don't know if I am. No, you did. But like, it sounds like you're saying that you took control by surrendering control. 100%. Like it, it's super it, anti-logic. Super anti-logic. Because I don't good. I don't have to look for a quote. If I want to look for a quote, it's in the word of God. But literally... If he already, if he's actively, if you have a relationship and there's a, a relationship is an exchange. It's not one way. And the way that my relationship with God works is I, I be like, this is dumb guy. I don't, I don't know what, what the heck is this? Like, just trust me. Just ride with me. Where we going? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. (laughs) Don't, don't worry about it. It's that splash. It's that splash. (laughs) Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Just put your seatbelt on. And let's go. You want to come or not? Mm-hmm. And so my thing is, this is what this will help me with my faith. Mm. Is you either gonna ride with me or you ain't, without knowing where we going. Mm. And so when I trust God, I have peace. When has He ever been wrong? Mm. I'm wrong and I complicate things a lot of stuff we be sweating and snotting and stuff praying over and all that stuff is a simple question what do, what do you need me to do mm-hmm. that's all about sometimes, that foundation sometimes the answer is let me do it sometimes the answer is I need you to do this this and this it don't make sense Yes, they. the last time you saw them, they were disrespectful. Do it anyway. And it's sometimes it's like, if you, it's not, if you do this, I'll do this. That's when you know you your faith is growing. Because you're not mm. looking for a, a tit for tat. Or, Lord, if I do this, what you going to do for me? Like kids, if I eat all my vegetables, can I have some candy? How about mm. you just eat your vegetables because it's good for me? Because that's the way I created you. Mm. How about that? Mm. And then trust that. Because you're in covenant with me, it's always going to work out for your benefit. It's a win-win. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's hard. That, that's different because what you're doing is you're applying. So so I think this and this is another conversation I kind of had off of that commitment conversation with some friends is that it's almost like you're using, you're using the truth that you've heard, that you've read, that you know. Um, and that's different between... Um, Because one of my least favorite things is that when they say things like, um, oh, my God never fails. Like, you could say that a thousand times, but until you start freaking believing it and walking in that and understanding that, knowing that, it's not real. Like, like you can go out here and you can make all the the cute little stickers, the nice (laughs) little statuses that you can and you want to, but until you start, until you start living, living in that, like, that fact, that un, that unblemished truth, 
Yeah. You it, it, it won't start to change you from the inside out. Yeah, and once you stop, it's it's a hard transition from childhood to adulthood physically, and it's even harder spiritually because you have leaders or you're discipled by somebody and they, they're teaching you and they're supporting you and they're encouraging you. But that transition from hearing their voice first to hearing God for yourself is difficult and it's very underrated topic that people never talk about. Mm-hmm. But when you start growing up and you like uh, always feel like you have to go check with somebody first, not, not that that's negative, but when you grow up, it's like, this may not even make sense to them. So am I not going to move because it doesn't make sense? Am I not going to take mm. this leap because if I said it out loud, people would think I was crazy? If mm. I said this is what I'm going to do in the next three weeks, people with their good intentions might even say that's not God. Yeah. So how I got um, took ownership of my peace was I stopped feeling the need or the necessity to um, check with people hmm. because then I stopped feeling like well I got to explain it to them because then I'll have their support right um, because then you put it in people's hands and you might there are people I'm not saying you don't confer with people that's not what I'm saying I'm saying I can't give ownership of my peace to anybody else because it doesn't hmm. first of all it belongs to me but it was a gift from God yeah. So I can't just spread it out and be like, well, depending on what you say, depending on how my day going to go. Nah. Facts. I can't Facts. do that. I can't yeah. afford it. Other people might be able to, but I can't afford it. That cost was too high for me because right. it was going, it was doing too much of this all over the place. Hmm. So to get back to the question without going too far off, the answer was um, trust in the person that gave me the peace in the first place. Good. Trust in the person who gave me the peace first place. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So then then I'm about to back it all the way up. Because this is a perfect time. Now that you primed and you ready and you pumped up and we ready to get in this game. All right. Through all of that, through that control, our surrendering control, through that trust. Through, through you learning and, and, and navigating all of these, uh, what I would call small facets to create the big thing that is your life. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to the first question. That to me is the answer. Like, you, like that's already the answer to the question mm-hmm. uh, of what, what commitment has taught you, but what are you committed to now to get you to the place where you are? Um, I'm committed to trust God better than I did yesterday. It's just that simple. That's good. I feel like I live a life where I feel like, okay, I only have one life. And my thought process is why not get the most out of it that I can instead of being like, man, I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have tried that. Um, and not minimizing stuff when, when, like, when God speaks or when people have dreams or visions or goals. Stop minimizing it based on what you see. Oh, that's too big. Ain't no way. How how's somebody gonna fund that? Where that money gonna come from? Right. You know, 
all the all the all the reasons why we we shouldn't trust God or why we shouldn't dream or think big or bigger than we have ever thought. I'm just at a point where like the crazier it sounds, the more amped I am to probably do it. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's just how he's been showing up for me. Especially, especially now that I don't have to uh explain it to people. I'm out here. Right. Especially now that I don't have to like, oh, I hope this makes sense. Let me get three people to join with me. If he didn't tell me I had to do that, I ain't gonna do that. Right. Isn't it crazy how people people will not commit to something or not do something just because you haven't seen anybody doing it. Exactly. That's not weird realizing the beautiful thing about that is it gets to be you. That that's so weird to me. Like like and you gotta like, wear it like an honor, like you mean you me? Uh-huh. It's other people that probably want to do this, but you dang. So again, the, the commitment to the covenant itself. Yeah. Because it, I get to be a part of your your big plan. That's crazy. You want me uh-huh. to? Shoot, okay. That's an honor, not like ugh. It's other people that probably be better at this. That's almost like disrespecting God. Exactly. I, I think about the story of Moses, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I always think about that. Like I think about that very um common in my life because I, I, I do. I and I'll tell you guys this as viewers, as listeners, um, as as set apart fam that um I, I think about like, man, like, dang, God has called me to this specific thing. Like, but yet and still, um, when I hear that call, I initially treat it like you sure you didn't call Aaron? Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. God, I know you talking to me. You calling me by name. You're saying this to me. But you sure you didn't call them? Or, yeah. God, I'll do it. But like you said earlier, if I can do it in a group, I'll be just way more comfortable going out there and doing it. It's I, crazy. I have that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I have that, it's, too. Look at how crazy this is. Why, God, why would you have me encourage other people in their relationships when I ain't in one when I'm divorced mm-hmm. yeah you 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 having me help married people that don't make no sense don't they not gonna listen no to sense. me because I technically you know people say talk to people that's been where you want to go they don't want to be but then he was like shut up mm-hmm. <laughs> I said what I said. Right. And it's working. Yeah. I it, I know what I'm doing. So I, I I have been there and I have to fight myself often to be like, no, nah, but remember what he said. And then pretty yeah. soon he ain't going to have to say it because you're just going to see it. I think about the origin of this podcast. I mean, think about how many times where um, the thought has come across my mind or your mind that like, man, how many podcasters are out there in this exactly. world? Exactly. Like, oh, like, I mean, literally our uh, Genesis our episode was not another podcast. Um, and yeah. to the point where it was like, no, like God has put a vision um, on your heart to be obedient, to spread in the truth. And this is so much, this is, this happened to be the vehicle in which that is. Just because other podcasts exist doesn't mean you don't need to get, in, get into uh, what I'm calling you to do. Just because other people 
maybe um, even streaming like 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 this yeah. um, doesn't mean that you don't need to do to it. And I think about even in our short um, existence, how many people have been blessed through it? How many people Absolutely. have been blessed through the conversations? And it's like that ha- that stuff would have never happened if you would have fell victim, if we would have fell victim of that initial mindset of, oh, because either either A, because other people are doing it, I don't want to do it. Like in the sense of, oh, other people have a podcast, so how's mine going to be different? I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Or B, nobody's ever done it like this. So why would I think that that's successful? Absolutely. Those are two negative mindsets that, I mean, you as a viewer, I, I and I'm speaking like from me being a part of this group, take those negative things, throw it out into the trash, but don't only throw it out into the trash, replace that stuff with truth. Like we have toxic thoughts like that, but respect to replace that with truth. And to go back to how Didi was explaining it, that is how she is. She has been able to wo- wo- like carefully weave in the truth throughout her life because she's applying it as she's going and she's replacing the toxic thoughts and the toxic mindset with that truth. That's yeah, good. It's a, and it's a daily thing. So I ain't gonna say I arrived on a mountaintop. But the beautiful thing about a relationship is, um, or the beautiful thing about covenant is, it's continuous. That's awesome. And as much as I get on God's nerves, he don't leave me. Mm. He won't. As he much won't as I disrespect stay. him, as much yes. as I doubt his perfect track record, I still be questioning. Ain't that crazy? We get offended yeah. when people don't like, I told you I was going to do it. We get offended. And we don't think God gets offended. But he just like, girl, if you don't, let me go, let me go get my daughter. She tripping again. Exactly. So I can course, and I thank him for course correcting along the way instead of cutting me off. Be like, this is yeah. the last time because Moses didn't get to go to the promised land because of that. Yeah. Talk about Moses. Yeah. He was a very special and important part of this whole thing, but he yeah. didn't go, he didn't get to go to the promise because of his doubt. Oh. That's Which is good. crazy. How you gonna park yeah. the whole Red Sea and still have the questions? whole Red Sea? <laughs> the whole Red Sea. <laughs> How you got a stick that turned into a snake and you still the whole Red asking. Sea? <laughs> you know that that and even even further. So one of the most crazy things, and we talking we talking Bible talk right now. So one of the craziest things that um, I read is so after the um, the slaves have been freed and they escaped Egypt and they're looking for the Promised Land. Um, a thought process and somebody even said, and I thought that this was crazy. It floored me. I'm reading it and it floored me. Um, so uh, they're over here searching and looking for the promise land. It's taking a little bit of time. They're going through trials. They, it's, it's been times where they starting that their work, their, their, their hope is wind, uh, dwindling, if you will, and such like that. And at one point in time, you know, they're all sitting together talking um and this is after they go see oh what's the land that they went in there to see i don't even remember the name of it but they went to the they went to the land canaan. and they were like oh is the canaan it was like oh they're giants when, yeah they're huge. When the spies went over to they went over mm-hmm. to check it out yeah and so they went over there to check it out and so they're saying this the same conversation oh they're huge they're they're big and and um oh man like all this other stuff and so the conversation started at one place as a report as to what the like the 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 atmosphere was like in it's that land. Report. and then it twisted into 
somebody saying this, and I quote, we would have been better off staying in Egypt. <laughs> That's real. You went all the way back to bondage, bro? <laughs> you went all the this way back to bondage? This excellent. This, what? Like, your yeah. discouragement, your your um, your circumstances in the season has dr- drawn you all the way back to bondage. We do it you don't see... You done seen a whole red, you done seen a whole sea part. <laughs> With a stick. <laughs> you done been delivered multiple times. And Look, you comment, have food fall out the sky with no clouds. <laughs> all of this stuff, like it's a, it's a list a mile along with, with what has happened. And you went all the way back. And now, let me just to, clarify real quick. Moses didn't go to the promised land, not, not, not directly because of doubt it was because of disobedience which was related to him not understanding i am that i am so that's mm-hmm. what i mean by doubt not that they right. could i couldn't do it but he was yeah he, he that's it good. Was when literally another crazy thing when water came out of a rock because they said they was thirsty so this was wild the promise never changed even though they complained about the trip to the promise I don't know what commitment is if that's not commitment. <laughs> I don't the know. Covenant, that's what I'm saying. The covenant is the covenant. We have to decide if we're going to latch on to it and commit to that instead of committing to that person, this person, what's happening over here. We ain't got no water. It's hot out here. I'd rather go be a slave again. Are you insane? I'm not going to leave him. At least I have somebody. God, you delivered me from this abusive situation. But these single streets, at least I have somebody. I, I'm so glad that God is God because he's given us love and forgiveness and faithfulness um, in the midst of that. But guess what? If, if, if I was in control, this is what I would have gave you. These hands. <laughs> y'all already got the palm put on you. Let y'all dry up in that desert, that, <laughs> that uh, wilderness. <laughs> That's that's good, but we gonna we gonna wrap it up right there. We talked about commitment. We talked about control. We talked about trust. We talked about everything under the sun. So my question for you as a viewer is: How will you respond? Are you committed? Are you trusting? Do you find yourself struggling with being in control? And if you're struggling with that false word or multiple false words of decommitting, ask yourself: Was you ever committed in the first place? And finally, this is one thing that I really want to, you guys to think about and put in a conversation. Today, what are you committed to? What do you no, it, Not only what are you committed to, but what are you trusting in God to do for you today? So I've been Ren. This is DD. This is the Set Apart Podcast. And you can join us in so many facets. I want you guys to know. Did you guys know that we were on Facebook? Oh, yeah. We bought that life. We on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, did, I, did I forget something else, DD? That's enough. We all over there. Engage with us. Connect with us. Comment. Uh, if you disagree, say something there. You know, just pull out some stuff we want to engage with y'all not just post stuff just to post it but we really want to connect because um we're all over the united states and we want to make this a community so put your thoughts in there on any of the platforms um you can send us an email at setapartpodcastteam at gmail.com if you want to if you have topic ideas or if you have some questions about things we've already talked about but um yeah 
Stay connected. Yes, that is Didi. I am Ren. We are the Set Apart Podcast team, and welcome to the movement. You guys have a good one. Bye. Peace. Hey, hey, this is your girl Didi from Set Apart with Ren and Didi. Thank you so much for tuning in to this latest installment. Don't forget to subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts.